Hey, it's Pat. I want to make sure you know about an upcoming event we're calling the Backstage Brainstorm. I do this show every day to bring people together so we can grow our businesses with one another. The next step is to join us for a brainstorming meeting. I want to meet you. I want to get to know you and your business. And I want to introduce you to the Idea Slam feedback and brainstorming sessions that we do inside the Idea Collective. It's a totally free, totally fun event. Click the link and you can sign up and be our guest. The Backstage brainstorms coming up next on September 27th. All right, let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs of all ages, happy Monday. Small Business Mornings is on the air. I'm your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. I am damn glad to see you today. How are you? Are you ready to take on the week? I'm not ready to take on the week yet. We got to have our little thing here first. This is the official daily meeting for small business owners everywhere to catch up, get to know one another, feel like you know what's going on, so then you can take on the day and the week and build your small business dreams. On today's show, here's what we're going to talk about. Uh, Why... I'm doing this live stream. I had an awareness piece over the weekend. Good morning, Mitch. And I thought it was pretty interesting. So I want to share a little bit of awareness that I had about doing the daily show. Work from home statistics are rolling in and corporate is having a problem with it. The meme of the day is just perfect use of Twitter. And we got to get serious about what's happening on Wednesday. The Idea Slamathon is coming quickly, and I need to know, are you going to be there to help us create great big ideas and raise a ton of money for the uh, Islands of Brilliance charity? It's going to be awesome, and that's coming up on Wednesday. Oh, and one more thing. One more thing. Because it's Monday and I don't feel like working yet, our question of the day is not work-related. Our question of the day is fun for the sake of fun. Fun for the sake of fun. What is your favorite breakfast cereal? I know it's hard hitting. You might not be warmed up enough to have such a hard hitting question on a Monday. Good morning, Rhonda. And good morning, Sarah. And Gek, great to see you back here. Thanks for joining us. So you might need to start thinking about that because I know it's a deep thought. But we're going to talk about breakfast cereal because it is a thing. So if you're with us this morning, would you mind dropping into the chat and saying hello? So the algorithm overlords that control my self-esteem will make me feel just a little better about myself. Before we get into the news, I had a very fun caffeine check. So if you've been watching the show, the caffeine check is basically our with itness to make sure that we are ready to operate our business. And my caffeine check... <laughs> <laughs> it happened this morning. Okay, so I woke up this morning after a night of really weird dreams, like really out there dreams. You have those nights where you wake up and you're like, wow, I'm glad those dreams are over. That was last night. So I woke up a little bit restless and slightly annoyed And like when you wake up in the morning and it's not like a movie where you're like, oh, that's the best sleep. Instead, you wake up and you're like, well, that happened. I guess I have to now not be comfortable. So it's time to get up. (laughs) That was this morning. Good morning, Patty. And good morning, Lisa. So I get up and I like 
slide. Like when you get up that early and you don't have a good night's sleep, I don't walk to the coffee maker. I kind of shuffle to the coffee maker. So I'm shuffling, I'm shuffling, I'm shuffling. And coffee first because that's a priority. And step two, you go to the bathroom, whatever. And then step three, I fill up my water bottle. I've got a giant water bottle, huge water bottle. And I fill it up every, it's just a process I have in the morning. But I was so tired this morning, I kind of like put my head and like my whole body on the fridge and I'm filling up the water bottle, filling up the water bottle, filling up the water bottle. And all of the sudden, like this alarm goes off, like the bomb is getting dropped. It wasn't quiet. It was like, if this was a cartoon, it would be like Batman cartoon, like, like, what the, what? And at that time in the morning, any sound is a sound that's like going to get you. But I jump out of my skin completely. Turns out that there's a new feature in the Android phone that if you press the volume button five times, an SOS alarm goes off. Ah, so I am wide awake. Caffeine not needed, but it's always welcome. So here's to you. Mm. Terrible. All right. Labor Day weekend is one week from today. Uh, Labor Day itself. The weekend's only a couple of days away. So this week is probably the most distracted anyone's ever going to be. So a reminder from me to you, do not announce anything new in your business this week. No one is going to see it, hear it, or care about it. Don't do it. However, be ready for one week from today. That is the official starting gun for business next Tuesday. So get your mind right. Next Tuesday is the day that matters. This week does not matter. Get all of the stuff done that has to get done and be ready to run fast next Tuesday. Just a friendly reminder from me to you. And yes, Nikki, it's happy. Isn't that the scariest thing of all time? Or when you get the um, police alerts in the middle of the night? Oh, I still haven't slept since that one time it went off at two in the morning. Terrible. Okay, so reminder, big nothing burger this week. Take care of your beeswax and get ready to start next Tuesday. Real news. We have some real news this morning. Do you work from home? If you're a small business owner and you're running your business out of your home, you can sit back with me and join in as we watch corporate have seizures over the issue. Because work from home policy is now pretty commonplace in uh, the corporate landscape. And it's clear that the pandemic brought work from home mainstream. And many workers would rather work from home. I mean, who wouldn't rather work from home? No commute, eat what you want, walk the dog, relax, PJ pants, come on. A new study from MIT and UCLA presents a problem, though. New study says... Work-from-home workers are 18% less productive than in-person workers. Now think about that. Work-from-home workers are 18% less productive than work-at-work work workers. Work-at-work work workers. Eh, it works. 
Now, if the study had said work from home is 66% less productive, I wouldn't have bought that. But if it said they're only 5% less productive, I wouldn't have bought that either. Because we both know, we both know that we're doing a little bit less when we work from home. So 18% sounds about right. That comes out to be an hour and a half less productivity every single day. And if we block out that time, you know, walk the dog, 30 minutes, snack time, sure, extended lunch, yeah, bucket of golf balls, for sure, nap, (laughs) every day. And Sarah says, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I get so much more done when I leave my house. That is the truth. The Starbucks effect is real. A pair of headphones and a laptop and me at Starbucks, my God, I could join India by landing something on the moon in an hour. But from here, just in the basement, like, man, let's see what my fantasy football guys are doing. But here's where it gets good. There's one study that says work from home is 18% less productive. Then there's another study that says 30% of work from home employees claim to be more productive. Wait a minute. The study says you do less, but you say you do more? Oh, it's just awesome. Awesome. So corporate doesn't know what to do because a lot of folks now expect to be able to work from home. And there are consultants, McKinsey and those kinds of people diagnosing the perfect balance. The hot trend, according to McKinsey, is about 50%, a hybrid schedule. Hybrid. Doesn't that sound awful? Three days a week, you get to work from home. Two days a week, suck. That's your hybrid schedule. God, that sounds awful. And the reason why it's really problematic for corporate is that now it's not just a choice. It's become a retention and hiring issue and a facilities issue. It's not just retention and hiring. It's also facilities. Because work from home is no longer a productivity choice or a necessity. Work from home is now a perk. It's now an employment issue. Employees can choose a job where they get to work from home as a part of the job description. That's now, and it always has been, I guess, kind of a thing, but now it's really a thing. So employees have to think about retention. Because if you were, let's pretend, let's pretend, Nikki, your fat cat CEO and your top performer, Lisa Rabel, walks in, says, you know what? I want to work from home or I'm quitting. You're not going to lose one of your high performers, are you? But if you let Lisa work from home, oh gosh, just hearing these kinds of issues just takes me back to corporate hell and just how they're really going through it right now. And I don't admire the choices that they have to make, that's a tough one. Then think about the facilities issue. If you could have a much bigger workforce and all you need to do is email them or email them, mail them a laptop and you don't need to rent out three floors of a building, think about that. Furniture, electricity, coffee, security, paving the parking lot, plowing the parking lot, Copiers, printer paper, parties, artwork, Wi-Fi, meeting spaces, lukewarm pizza. Think of just the savings of dry erase markers alone. 
would be enough to think about having everybody just, you know what, go ahead, work from home. All of those expenses, is that more or less than 18% productivity? Hmm. Enticing. And a huge shift. A huge shift. Because the pandemic brought it on. But when the pandemic ended, they couldn't call everybody back. Do you know why? Because the market, the employee, the labor market was really hot. And if my company called me back, I'll just go find another company that doesn't. That's how it broke through. Because if it was 2008 after the pandemic, we'd all be beeping our cards in the conference room right now. Think about that. Pandemic, work from home. The labor market was good, so we didn't have to go back. I'm not coming back or else. Okay, fine, Lisa. Go ahead and work from home. I don't know, Lisa, I don't know why you're the high-maintenance, high-performer, but today, Lisa, you're the high-maintenance, high-performer. So because of all that, it's PJ Pants Nation, people. Even though we're less productive, damn it, we get to work from home. And that's what corporate's going through. So if you're a small business owner like me, raise your hand, say hello, and thank goodness we don't have to deal with that stuff right now. Speaking of 2008, this sounds a little 2080. 2008E made it sound like 2080. 2080. Eight, you know what I mean? It sounds like 2008. When I share the story that a new mortgage lender is telling you, yeah, go ahead and put down just 1% on your mortgage. Ooh. Ooh. That sounds a little like 2008. Zillow, which I know as the online real estate snoop on your neighbor's houses app. Because I mean, come on, isn't that what you use Zillow for? Go on Zillow and see what the other, oh, that house down the street sold. How much did they get for it? Zillow.com. Well, Zillow is now doing mortgages. I didn't know they did mortgages, first of all, but Zillow Home Loans is going to allow buyers to put down just 1% of their mortgage. Hmm. Freddie Mac requires 3%. Zillow's going to put down 1%. And here's a great marketing ploy. I do have to give them a lot of credit. They're also going to add 2% when you close. 1% down, 2% on the close as a gift from them. Very, very, very sharp. And the situation we're in right now, because mortgage rates are so high, um, mortgage applications are at a 28-year low. Hmm, 1% down. Do you remember 2008? I do. Oh, my God. Just saying 2008 out loud gets me all... We had just moved to Milwaukee. We had just purchased our house. I think we purchased our house about two months before the bottom fell out. And one day after all of this, we buy our house, we move in, two small children, brand new job, all excited. I walk in and my employer says to me, hey, guess what? You're going to make less now. Just across the board, pay cuts. Wait, what? Hold, hold, excuse me. Pardon me. What? Excuse me. Yeah. Pay cuts across the board. Took away incentives. Took away bonuses. Whew. Dark. So two stories back to back about 2008 kind of stuff. 
And two stories back to back reminding me why I'm trying to build my own small business and why you should be excited to build your own small business because you get to make these decisions for yourself, not relying on somebody else. All right. I had a realization about The Daily Show. We're doing a daily live show for small business owners. And good morning, by the way. This is Small Business Mornings. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. And I had an aha about why I like doing it so much. You see, when you sit down and create content like this, you want to make sure that you're doing a service for the people that view it. And you want to make sure that you're uh, connecting with people. And in a world where everything is fake, being together in person is one of the only things that's real. The human connection that we're having right now to start your day and energize your small business mission is all we have. Think about what else you could be consuming right now. Are movies real? Are books real? TV shows? Radio? social media statuses, case studies published by a business? No. We know all of that stuff is make-believe, heavily edited, or at best, cherry-picked to show off the good stuff and obscure all the challenges that you and I are going through right now. Right now, today, there's something on your to-do list you don't want to do. Right now, today, there's something really awful going on in the business that you'd rather not talk about. Right? What about podcasts and YouTube videos? Are they real? Most of them, no. Most likely heavily edited. And this is a little bit behind the curtain. Podcasts, a lot of the times, or anytime there's an interview going on, a lot of the times it's co-promotion. You don't want to make your guests look bad by asking them a question they don't want to answer. And you try and interview people with a big audience so your show will grow. It's this little like co-promotion economy that we've all kind of adopted and we all pretend doesn't exist, but it totally exists. We can't hardly trust anything that comes through the screen as being authentic unless it's uncut. And you can watch it in real time. Good things and bad things happen on this show all the time. Good things and bad things will happen in real time. And that connection, that conversation that we get to have every single day, that's what's important. And that's why I'm here. And that was the big aha moment that I had about doing the show is having our coffee and having our time together is the one thing that can't be faked because you'll see in my face if I'm having a good day or a bad day, you'll hear it in the tone of my voice, especially if you listen a lot, you'll know when I'm doing good and when I'm not doing well, there are no edits and the chat is happening in real time. It's our time together Every day. This is our connection. In a world where everything is fake, being together is the only thing that's real. So I'm glad you're with us this morning, and I'm glad you're a part of the conversation. I'm going to add a PS to that. Are you ready for a PS? Have you seen how fake 
like how good things are at being fake. Look at this. I found this video about what mid-journey the AI tool can do now. Check this out. Let's see if it's going to play. Yeah. What's real? I mean, is that the best AI ever? No. But is it good enough to make you go, huh, I wonder what's real? Our time together, absolutely real. Our live conversation, absolutely real. So I appreciate you joining us. And it's one of the reasons why I love doing this show so much. And uh, Jennifer, thank you for that. I appreciate it. We're grateful that you do this show, Pat. It's a great opportunity to connect and be real. Darn right. All right. So do me a favor. Tell a friend, will you? Because this show could be, should be our daily coffee break for small business owners and solopreneurs everywhere. Let's do our meme of the day. Our meme of the day is the most perfect use of Twitter ever. This is the greatest tweet I can recall seeing. Are you ready? This is just perfection on the screen. Meme of the day. I cannot believe Bob Barker lived to as close to 100 as possible without going over. I just, that's just golf clap. That's just golf clap, golf clap. I, I don't know what else I can add to that other than golf clap. Is that the greatest thing you've ever seen? Amazing. Now, Bob Barker, poor guy, lived to 99. He did almost 6,000 episodes of The Price is Right. Isn't that crazy? 6,000 episodes. Wow. And you may remember him like this. There he is, right? I mean, don't you just feel like you have a cold and you're staying at home and don't want to take the history exam when you see that? That might be how you're going to remember Bob Barker, but this is how I'm going to remember Bob Barker. Yes. <laughs> Beating the junk out of Happy Gilmore. <laughs> the price is wrong, bitch. Pa! Oh my gosh, that was the greatest cameo. <laughs> oh, just thinking of that makes me smile. Oh, Bob Barker, thanks for making us feel better for all those years. Fantastic. Okay, question of the day coming up. It's fun for the sake of fun because it's Monday and I don't feel like being serious. What is your favorite cereal? Yes, we're going to cover the hard-hitting facts this morning. What is your favorite cereal? Because, oh man, cereal used to be great. But now we get to do the freaking thing. So before we get our fun and our cereal, we have to be serious for a moment. This is our chance to do accountability at scale. You're here looking at one another. Good morning, JB. Did I say good morning to JB and Teresa? I don't think I did. I'm a bad host. Hi, JB and Teresa. This is our chance to talk about what do we got to get done today. So I want you to write down something you're going to get done today. Don't put it out in the universe. Put it out to Pat. There is one thing in the business that must be done for today to be successful. So what is it? 
write it down. And then tomorrow morning at this time, you come back and put into the chat one thing that you got done yesterday so you can feel good about it. It's do the freaking thing. It's the one thing that must be done to move the business forward. For me, just like I said at the start of the show, there's really nothing new that you can announce this week because people's attention are it's just everywhere. I got to go to Target. I got to uh, go take the kids shopping. We got to, uh, we need a new backpack. Uh, we got our last weekend at the cabin. We got to do the thing. We got to do the, that's everyone's brain. I got to use up my vacation. I got to, I got to do whatever it is that has to happen. It has to happen this week. So starting next week is when people will return to business. So this week it's a great week to put your head down and get a bunch of stuff done. So when you come back to the business on Tuesday, you are ready to go. For me, I'm working on the new fall season for the Idea Collective launching on September 11th inside the community, and I'm continuing to work ahead on the Idea Collective Small Business Conference in early November. Going to be the best year we've ever done. If you're not signed up yet, you better ask somebody because smallbizretreat.com contains a small business conference like no other. And I hope that you can come to the conference. All right, Sarah is going to be catching up with finances and uh, what else? Contract us. Very good, Sarah. Get your stuff done today so we can make sure that we are ready to go. Okay, let's do the fun part. Question of the day. Question of the day. Cereal. Eating cereal for breakfast reminds me of childhood because it used to be you could eat anything you wanted for breakfast. It didn't really matter. I mean, sugar smacks. Now they're honey smacks. Honey smacks? No, sugar smacks. Give them to me. What is your favorite breakfast cereal? Nikki has one of the winners going on, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And uh, Abby, lovely wife, Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms are 50% awesome. 50% dog food. (laughs) It's like someone at Big Lucky Charms Factory said, you know what? We can't make them completely enjoy this breakfast. Let's make sure we put the dog food in there too. Oh, Oh, the marshmallows. Yes. Gotcha. Winner. But we better make sure there's some dog food in there, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely on the dog food. Got you. We got to have the dog food in there. So, yes, I'm a 50% fan of Lucky Charms. Let's see. Plain Cheerios, Jennifer. We're going to need some more context on that. Do you, like, put bananas in there? Or because eating plain Cheerios with no nothing? I'm not judging you, but I'm asking. We need we need some more context than that, Jennifer. You got to put something in there. Peanut butter and chocolate Cheerios. Now that, that is a good breakfast cereal. Uh, and JB just uh, ignores the entire question. I ignore your premise. Ha ha. Eggs, bacon, and hash browns. Okay, fine. That is a superior breakfast. There's no doubt about that. Let's see. I enjoyed... Back in the day, oh man, back when I could eat breakfast cereal and not hate myself when I didn't know any better, Fruity Pebbles. Oh man, Cocoa Pebbles? Come on, Cookie Crisp? 
I mean, just let's go. Peanut butter Captain Crunch. Mm. Yes. Okay, so we have some more context from Jennifer. Thank you, Jennifer. Yes to bananas or blueberries. Okay, thank you. Because if you sit down with plain Cheerios and milk, you're going to be on some FBI watch list. I mean, you can't just do that, right? Okay, thank you for the added context there. Lisa Rabel eating the Honey Nut Cheerios, Sarah Dika with the Cocoa Puffs. See, these are the hard-hitting questions we need to know. What kind of breakfast cereal doesn't suck? Now, because I can't eat Fruity Pebbles anymore, or I'd be 500 pounds, can't have peanut butter Captain Crunch. Oh my God, I could crush a whole box of that in one sitting back in the day. Now that I can't do that, (laughs) this is where, this is why getting old sucks. Are you ready? Frosted mini wheats feels like cheating. Oh God, I just bury me now. Like when your life is so boring that frosted mini wheats seems like awesome, like, oh, you got the box because you know you're going to crush a couple of bowls of it. You're kind of like sneaking away with the box of frosted mini wheats. And it's like, ooh. No. Mm -mm. When I was younger, that was grandma cereal. I remember going to grandma's house and she had frosted mini wheats. You'd open the cupboard and be like, grandma, frosted, come on. Oh, come on. And Fruity Pebble stains the bowl and sinks, so it can't be so good for your insides. Well, listen, I put a lot worse in my body than Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles might be the most wholesome, bad-for-me thing I've ever done. You know the other thing? This is the other thing. The last thing I'm going to say about being old. But the other thing is, Raisin Bran isn't horrible. I hate myself for saying that out loud, but it's true. It's effective. (laughs) It has its uses. (laughs) Okay. Let's move on quickly to our announcements, and we're going to be done for the day. Okay. Wednesday, we are going to run an experiment because on Wednesday, we are going to do the Idea Slamathon for charity. Islands of Brilliance is the charity. The idea is we will do 15 minute Idea Slams for our donors until we run out of donors or run out of energy, one or the other. Together, you and I get to. Be creative for the person that's on screen. So we'll bring the caller on. We'll ask all about their business and we'll do some creativity for them. We'll brainstorm something like, you know what? What could I put on my social media in the next month? I can help you with that. I'd answer that question a thousand times. Hey, Pat, I'm going to a trade show. What should I do? Okay. Hey, Pat, my uh, top product doesn't sell as much as it used to. Why not? My email open rates are down. Why do you think that is? I want to do a promotion for Black Friday. What should it be? Things like that. There's something in the business that you could use a hand on. And imagine myself and the millions of people watching Small Business Mornings if we were all on your team giving you basically a cheat code for your small business. We call it the Idea Slam. And on Wednesday, we're going to Idea Slam for charity. It's only a $25 donation. 
snap up your time. When you click that link, you can reserve your time so you know when you're coming on the air. That's one half. The other half is being here with us to help us brainstorm in the chat. Because if I have to do all this brainstorming by myself, I may have a problem. So I'm going to need you to be on the team, and we're going to need our donors to step up and donate. It kicks off Wednesday morning, 9 a.m. Central. It is the Idea Slamathon for the Islands of Brilliance. And this is going to be the greatest thing we've ever done or the dumbest thing we've ever done. Tune in to find out Wednesday at 9 a.m. The other thing that's happening is we are hosting a thing called the Backstage Brainstorm event. If you're new to the show, you don't know about the Idea Collective, you want to see how this could serve you and your small business, on um, September 13th, I think that's a Wednesday, we're doing the Backstage Brainstorm, where we're going to do some small group networking. You can meet me and some other folks inside the community. We'll do a private Idea Slam so you can get a feel for how we can impact the growth of your small business. And then you can consider the Idea Collective as a group that should be working with you as you grow. Click the QR code and register before it fills up. September 13th is the Backstage Brainstorm event. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. I'm taking time every day to have a conversation with you, to drink some coffee, to cover some hard-hitting issues like Fruity Pebbles and serial killer uh, plain Cheerios. But it's our chance to spend time together and realize that we are not alone. Thus the tag, don't grow it alone. I'll be back on the air Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. I hope you will join us as well. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.